Oh yeah, hey, are we gonna work on our uh our terrible uh Canadian accents uh here or there? A O A A E I O U eh? No? We're just gonna gonna do this normal, huh? Okay then. This episode's brought to you by Mrs. Flashy's Cabbage Rolls. We're here to talk about SCTV. Everybody and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd. My name is Drew, and I promise never to do that again. But what I don't promise not to do is talk about John Candy here in Christmas Candy. We've had a lot of, of episodes this month. We've talked about movie after movie, but now we are going to talk about one of the first things that people saw him in SCTV, Second City Television, not South Carolina television like me and my co-host grew up thinking. Miles, how are you, friend? I'm doing well, and that's not a lie. I mean, because so South Carolina did have a public broadcasting station called SCTV. It was our our public circuit. And so when I always heard about SCTV and I was telling Krista this earlier, like I grew up thinking that like all of these people like had some sort of variety show in the seventies and eighties, like, and they just did it in South Carolina and called it that for some reason, because I didn't know. And my, my dad would say, Oh, I remember that SCTV sketch. And it's like, Oh yeah, that, that public access television show that we all know so well. Well, because a lot of the public broadcasting stuff was done through our local affiliate, which was often where a lot of the that stuff came in. It wasn't just PBS, which was often, I think, on the ABC affiliate, maybe. Um, but a lot of the local broadcasting would pop up there. And and because SCTV has, I mean, in terms of sketch comedy, like this gonzo kind of punk rock low budget style like even compared to like you know saturday night live i mean this is this still feels like a little bit raw a little bit like hey we just we just did this yeah and there's there's this weird authenticity for better and for worse because being able to do everything means sometimes the lack of i think I don't want to say uh, editorial, but certainly the lack of uh, bouncing off ideas can sometimes make things come off a little half baked. And and that certainly does happen in SCTV. But you also have this group of amazing talents. Yeah. So so let's so let's talk about SCTV. So SCTV stands for Second City television if you're familiar with second city the improv group out of chicago this show was based off of toronto's sctv spinoff and let's talk about some of the cast that we have in this um and my my cast list has disappeared on me oh no uh but of course you've got john candy 
you've got Rick Moranis, you've got Dave Thomas, you've got Eugene Levy, you've got Harold Ramis, you've got Catherine O'Hara, uh, you've got so many people. Martin Short. Martin Short. <laughs> How could I forget Martin Short? Um, so many just absolutely uh, just iconic people of the 1980s and 90s when it comes to comedy performing in this show. Um, so while while we're talking about confusing things as children, um, Dave Thomas is someone who unfortunately shares a name with a fast food personality. And for years, I thought the founder of Wendy's also moonlit as a comedian until I saw him in person. <laughs> Like, as soon as I saw a commercial with Dave Thomas, because those popped up all the time in Wendy's. But like, I just I had a like a I just, I, I just didn't know. I always it, heard the name Dave Thomas. And as soon as he popped up, I'm like, that's not the guy I, I'm familiar with. No, this is not the guy who uh, who who did old fashioned hamburgers. Uh, no, this is Dave Thomas, who was Bob, one of Bob and Doug McKenzie uh, alongside Rick Moranis. Um, just, just a, a, a stellar comedian that has been in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then we haven't even talked about all of the fantastic people. I mean, even Andrea Martin, who has, is such an amazing character actress. Um, you probably most know her these days. I mean, probably if you saw my big fat Greek, Greek, uh, Greek wedding, um, that is the one that like, where I'm like, oh yeah, that, I recognize her, even though I've seen her in a million things. Like she has a kind of a bigger role in 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 that. Um, I I'm just in awe of of these kind of stories where like so SCTV is kind of legendary because of that because it 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 housed and cultivated this this talent who all went on to do things and I think Eugene Levy is the best example of like me pointing out like this is where I would have seen John Candy is doing something like. Shit's Creek, where like Eugene Levy gets to have this moment where he's a pure creative force and doing what he does best. And there's a lot of his second city showcasing in Shit's Creek. I mean, that I mean, I could say the same thing for Catherine O'Hara. And and that's the thing that oh, you, absolutely you look at a you look at a, a show like this, and then you look at Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara playing against each other in all of the Christopher Guest movies, like Best in Show and mm -hmm. and uh 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 waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. And uh <laughs> and and all of these uh, and uh, a mighty wind, you know sort of, I guess the, the big three Christopher guest movies outside of spinal tap. Uh, but, uh, it, it just, you see so much of, of that there and you realize that these, these people, when, the, when they're on Schitt's Creek together, they have known each other for decades and have been very mm -hmm. close friends and coworkers for decades. And it's just, it's just wild. Uh, when, when you think about how far back that goes, cause this all started in the seventies. Yeah. And I mean, this is this is obviously where the launching pad for John Candy, who I mean, it's hard to say anyone was a breakout star. And this is this is an unusual comment to make because, you know, in, in some instances where it's like, oh, this person was cool, the, the, the shining star here. Everyone shines. Everyone is so good. And. But you can clearly see 
like, oh, this person was immensely talented. I, I we watched, you know, we had kind of a a loosey goosey schedule for this. I watched a a pretty good playlist that showcased the best, specifically of John Candy. I'm pretty sure I watched the exact same playlist. <laughs> SCTV. But the yeah. thing is, that playlist, even though it was set for John Candy, everyone else like absolutely just shines. In fact, the most iconic moment for me is from the battle of the pbs stars where <laughs> the goes, he beat the woman unconscious with a puppet <laughs> and that, it's and, so good yeah, and, and, that, and, and that the battle of the pbs stars was great because you have uh uh john candy as as uh uh oh the <laughs> julia child julia child <laughs> and is that martin short as as uh as mr rogers i couldn't quite tell i couldn't quite tell who was i'm i think it was because uh so the everyone featured in this is rick moranis eugene levy martin short and john candy so i'm assuming that it was uh martin short as mr rogers because rick moranis and uh eugene levy are the announcers even though rick moranis is like this like (laughs) that like harvard or yale graduate who just wants to uh, pontificate and eugene levy's trying to like you know hold the show together well, and, and they're they're doing uh two you know famous commentators on stuff which is just hilarious right. um one of my favorite things that we watched is a sketch called uh small town dick uh did you watch this one uh, good so so john candy plays a private investigator a private eye in a small town where everyone knows each other <laughs> so he is literally on a stakeout as people are like oh hey oh hey what who are you watching today what's going on <laughs> it's just well that and say like, oh oh you're watching so-and-so yep yeah, he, he's with that tramp every <laughs> afternoon at 2 30 at everybody this hotel knows. <laughs> everybody knows just so funny so funny um i gotta say it's hard for me to pick a favorite because there are moments I loved about so many of the ones like some of them are like niche deep cut things. Like for me, like I really enjoyed the Peter Pan live at Mellonville war Memorial auditorium (laughs) because it's like from Andy Warhol and John waters. It's divine (laughs) as Peter Pan. That was was a wild one. It's, it's, it's such a weird deep cut too, because like in, in, in the time in which this came out, that would have been prescient because you know, John Waters was kind of the king of filth indie movies. And I mean, Andy Warhol was dabbling in films and making stuff like Flesh for Frankenstein and and, uh, Blood for Dracula. But I, I like the fact that they don't go after just the most popular things. They do some of this niche stuff. And to me, this this mixture is really influential because I feel like the ill-fated Dana Carvey show was directly influenced yeah. by this. Well, and, and so part of this is is in sort of the 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 shtick of what SCTV is. And in the in the world of SCTV, it is a a local TV station in a place called in a fake place called Melonville that uh that all of these things are content that would appear on that TV show or on that TV station. So there's, mm-hmm. 
And 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 we didn't get into a lot of this, uh, but there are behind the scenes characters that that show up. And I believe that the the uh, 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 oh, gosh, don't start a sketch because then we play. And there it is. Now that you can hear it. Um, <laughs> uh, the Johnny LaRue character that that John Candy oh, plays. So good. The, the Mr. Science sketch is great. <laughs> it, well, 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 that's a different character. Uh, but the, the Johnny LaRue. Oh, it's Mr. Science with Johnny LaRue. Oh, it is Johnny R- LaRue. Yeah. So Johnny LaRue, he's also runs for city council in a later one. Um, but he is a. Oh, man, that one. That one was. was was really Fresh funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but that, so, so the, these are characters that they played behind the scenes. Like I believe Johnny LaRue was a, uh, a, like a, a local, you know, soap opera actor that John Candy played in this. And you just see that particular character sort of carried over through a bunch of sketches. And it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I, I liked seeing some that weren't, as complete like a lot of the stuff that i watched was very um parody heavy um you know the people are playing certain celebrities or parroting films um i liked when they did some some of the weirder stuff like yuri is getting to know you <laughs> yuri is getting <laughs> to know like you a, was very funny <laughs> a, a variety show by a this uh russian bodybuilder which had some really on point gags. There's um, so in this like basically commercial for a fictitious variety show hosted by this Russian bodybuilder. You have a variety of people doing different uh, characters, but the the parody of Rodney Dangerfield was so on point to the fact that I'm curious. I'm curious if they actively used his jokes because they were so very much Rodney Dangerfield was that, was that Dave Thomas as Rodney Dangerfield? I think it was. Yeah. So, so. But, th- but those jokes were, because I've watched a lot of Rodney Dangerfield stand up, and they were, if those weren't his jokes, they were modeled exactly like them. Uh, one of my favorites has to be the Schmengi brothers. <laughs> and the Schmengi brothers, and this is, and the video that we watched, because we watched a lot of this stuff on the official uh official sctv youtube page uh, where they just have the sketches kind of cut out um but the schmengi brothers are these two uh, two brothers who are both host a polka based tv local tv show and also have a uh a f- uh a travel agency <laughs> and so they, yeah you- they, have, they have several like side ventures and this is <laughs> So this is an odd one because this this is a video. Most of their videos top out at five minutes. A large number are about three or less. This one is almost 10. And even the influence here, I can see a lot of the live action adult swim late night stuff. Yes. Like too many cooks and all that stuff. I feel can be very, very, very much drawn from stuff like the happy wanderers where you start off with this this polka group and then you keep going into these commercials with these same brothers like hawking their their travel agency or their <laughs> record label 
or <laughs> when they're filming the record commercial, there's just some <laughs> hilarious things. It's so <laughs> like as they they're they're filming looking back <laughs> and looking back, and you just see them like the 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 front of the the album is the, just them looking away from the camera. I'm doing the video bit, uh, the visual bit, but you can't see me. Uh, but, just for me. And then That's they a just turn mild it moment. And then they turn it around, and it's the them on the other side it's so so very funny but when they're actually filming the music video for it and they're just walking around their small town and just they'll just be treating things like nothing's going on or like you know everything's normal and then a guy will come out of the bushes like he's just gone to the bathroom or somebody will get mugged or somebody oh, will... and there's also this implied thing that they might have tried to murder their successful like ex-band member <laughs> And there's there's a lot of cool things about about that sketch. And so, I mean, we're obviously tuned the horn of SCTV. These sketches that that we watched, I mean, are obviously tied around John Candy and Candy's exuberance is the kind that we actually don't get to see a ton of in his films. A lot of times he is tied to kind of being the oaf whether for satire or or to uh, subvert expectations. But a lot of times here, he is just allowed to show his comedic chops and be funny and weird, very weird and, and do impressions, which is something that he did. We don't really see him do like he plays divine <laughs> in the, the, the Peter Pan. So well, so well, but also his leprechaun, the, the, the leprechaun friggin- with Finland's rainbow meets Finland's was- rainbow meets. <laughs> like again these are things and, so and, bizarre. and uh, one of the others i get again i don't want to talk about every single moment that we watched but just go watch <laughs> peppy long long socks it is a uh, this is a, a, a five and a half minute extended sketch that is over it's, it is definitely longer it, it is overdubbed by all of the cast basically doing this uh <laughs> this sort of Scandinavian Pippi Longstockings style take. And it's just so very funny. Um, but but to talk about some of the other stuff when it comes to uh, that, you might know from SCTV, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, uh, the, the Canadian sort of, you know, Canucks like uh, you, you, if you know Bob and Doug McKenzie, uh, what do you what do you call them? Uh, they were they did the, the brew. Yeah, Strange Brew is the movie that I'm trying to think of. Yes, those characters originated on this show. Ed Grimley. Do you know Ed Grimley, Miles? I do know Ed Grimley. Yes, I really must say. Ed Grimley was a Martin Short character that I knew more from Saturday Night Live for the one season of Saturday Night Live that that Martin Short was on. But Ed Grimley also had a cartoon show. Do you remember the Ed Grimley cartoon? So I do. I very much remember the cartoon show because um, I remember seeing a sketch. I I remember being at uh, a friend's house like they'd gone on vacation and we were staying with them. And I was able to to, we had this kind of suite with me and me and my friends. We were able to watch cable and I believe it was Cartoon Network at the time, like late at night was playing the uh, completely mental misadventures of Ved Grimley or something to that effect. And we were both kind of caught off guard by it because it was it was funny. But we were also like, what is this? Who is this for? <laughs> because we didn't understand it. It's not for anybody. And it's not for anybody. 
and I mean, now, like, I, I can see him like, oh, this is this is pretty cool, like, for what it was. And I remember seeing someone on like a Mad TV or something with a similar hairdo. And we we were like, oh, they must have been making fun of that weird cartoon that we watched. <laughs> uh, another one uh, that uh, the Master Chiller Horror Theater, which is hosted by Count Floyd, played by uh, Joe Flattery. Um, and and I hope you remember this character. Uh, yep. He's he's sort of like a he's like imagine Joe Flattery as a vampire with the like the slipped <laughs> back V, you know, deep V hair, uh, hairstyle and basically just he, he tries to pick really scary movies, but they're just not available. So he just has a whole bunch of other weird things going on that that character ended up showing up in a lot of other things. Uh, and these are just yeah, it, it, it was very close to being like the the horror version of like S. It could, it could have been SCTV's Ernest, and it wasn't quite. Yeah, um, I'm gonna send you a picture of Count Floyd while I'm thinking about it. I mean, um, I know what Count Floyd looks like. Well, you just said you didn't know who he was. Anyway, yes, I did. I said I did know who he was. Oh, you gave me a look like I don't know on the camera, but I wasn't really paying attention. Anyway, really? Um, so so. Yeah, let's talk about John Candy in these sketches, because one of the things that we wanted to do was kind of see his. um, I guess his rise, you know, his where where he came from comedically. And to me, this informs so much of the kind of movies he did, because, you know, I know him from the classics. And so I'd be like, oh, I guess he was talked into doing this one movie that didn't do so well, so well. But now knowing like, I mean, now seeing like, you know, more of his comedic roots. I'm like, no, this definitely spoke to candy and, and the, like he liked weird comedy and he didn't have the option to do it too, too much. Like it's, it's almost weird to see some, some of the things like when he played divine as Peter Pan, that is maybe the, the wildest I've ever seen candy. Uh, just because he it's very opposite of what he normally plays. But most of the time, what we see is I can see what he has been, previous like in mr science with johnny larue he he wakes up and he plays like a mr wizard style character i didn't know she was 11 <laughs> that was so dark i know i was like it wasn't like, where is this going I, I, I didn't know she was 11 i think it was you couldn't tell she was 11 oh yeah you couldn't tell she was 11 even, that's awful. worse that's worse but, but then they bring in like damien it, the it, antichrist it, it, i want to looking know. like one of the children of the damned which is a lovely multi-layered reference for horror fans yeah uh and and uh damien wants to know what it's like when someone uh when someone uh does acid drink what, drinks not, acid. he's like not bad no but uh but uh oh no it's like i don't i might have a joint in here just little little funny things like that but again that is sort of you can see the seeds of some of candy's later roles when it comes to like a you know a kind of a potential dirt bag like uncle buck even though we learned that buck is not quite a dirt bag you know right of course we talked about the happy wanderers and the schmengi brothers polka 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 you know polka 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 that home alone so reference i i that's exactly what i thought of too i was like you know what i bet i bet that's what he's doing especially considering who's also starring in home alone yeah catherine o'hara you know 
Right. It, it is right before Christmas. We should talk about uh, Home Alone a little bit and John Candy and Catherine O'Hara and, uh, of course, uh, John Hughes and all of these other things that, I mean, that tie to each other. I, I think it's super lovely because, you know, these 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 two actors, these two comedians, you know, came up in in this specific like, you know. Comedy scene and then end up in one of the most iconic holiday movies of all time sharing a memorable scene and i love that i love that that those two people got to share that moment especially since he's no longer with us and like you know Catherine o'hara got to reteam with eugene levy and too much acclaim in schitt's creek i'm i'm glad that that at least those two actors got to have that kind of moment in a movie like home alone because i mean that's not a we we said this a week or two ago where he's in the movie for maybe two minutes and it's a moment that everyone remembers. And, and I have to say, like when it comes to a movie like Home Alone, and we're not going to spend too much time on Home Alone, but I really feel like at the time, Catherine O'Hara was not a household name the way that John Candy was. And I don't think that's fair. <laughs> she is phenomenal. And I'm just glad that with with, you know, between How do you say that, but, but Beetlejuice. That's right. She wasn't Beetlejuice. Like she was in that and after hours and after hours had been a few years, but Beetlejuice was right before Home Alone. So yeah. I feel like she I feel like she was uh, I think because we were kids at the time, it's not a name that like she kind of disappeared, not disappeared, but she did things that we weren't keeping abreast of for a little bit, because I know when I was 12, I wasn't watching waiting for Guffman, you know? Right. And, 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 and you watch, you watch her in any of, of, of those, of those movies. And she's just, she's not the mom from home alone or the mom from Beetlejuice. She is her own character that is allowed to do just wild stuff. Well, and she was also able to, you know, she did well for herself because she was Sally in Nightmare Before Christmas. That's right. So like. And I mean, that was something, obviously, even as a kid, I didn't know. Yeah, but it makes sense to where like, OK, she was doing this, uh, you know, more independent adult contemporary stuff. But, you know, she wasn't starving because them Disney residuals don't lie. Um. I feel like I do. I do agree with you, though. I feel like Catherine O'Hara certainly didn't get her name known for as long as it should have until recently. Yeah. Um, I think Schitt's so Creek I, I really helped with that. It, no, it did. Because after after that period, I, I would agree because, I mean, you know, Beetlejuice, she was still a known comedian. She's you know doing great stuff. Home Alone. I mean, Again, she is the centerpiece of a holiday classic film. It doesn't matter how you feel about that film. It gets watched millions of times every single year. But, but in, in Home Alone, she's not the comedy focus. She's the no, serious she's the mom. focus. She's the drama focus. The mom yeah, who's she's, worried she's, about her kid. She's the straight. I mean, she's kind of like uh, Steve Martin in Planes, Trains, almost except less weird stuff happens to her, but she, yeah. she, she has a couple comedic moments, but yeah, I, I do agree with you. It, it kind of sucks that like, I feel like the, maybe the public at large didn't celebrate her as consistently because I mean, she does have a great track record following that movie. She just chose a different path that I think that people our age 
weren't following because we weren't old enough to be interested. Yeah. And I think something similar could be said about Eugene Levy. Like, I mean, obviously he was on SCTV. He had worked really consistently. He was in, you know, all the Christopher Guest movies. Uh, but I see I, as a teenager for me, he, he was also the dad in American Pie. Yes, and... exactly. He's the dad in American Pie and the dad in a, the American Pie straight to video sequel that nobody saw that I just remember seeing him in the trailer. But oh, he's I mean, in several of them. Yeah, because he he consistently was in those movies. And, you know, I don't really have a desire to watch those, but maybe maybe we should. Should we watch all the American Pie spinoffs? <laughs> I, I have never seen any of the the spinoff movies, but I am a weird American Pie apologist. I'm a big fan of those movies. I, I, um, I, 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 I don't think you've seen it in enough time because there's some uncomfortable stuff that happens in that first movie at least i feel like i've seen there, there is but like i mean at the same time you know what maybe we'll do an american pie series next year because i would because i think there's four yeah there's one two wedding and reunion so there, there's four there's four movies Which so I've, I've never seen wedding and never seen reunion and i mean there are also is, the wedding might be my favorite they're also all the spin-off like beta house or whatever i'm talking about the core series there's one tooth wedding and reunion and um i know they they initially tried to tie the series i think uh as a naked mile is supposed to be about the 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 younger brother of stifler or something um but i i I would love to have a a, a interesting conversation about the american pie series i i have i have thoughts um but you'll yeah eugene Eugene levy's kind of stayed in the public thought because of that and because he even after that he would pop up in very notable cameos i mean um oh gosh what's the one with steve martin and queen latifah um I don't know what you're talking Bring about. Bring down the house. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. <laughs> um, he plays Steve Martin's buddy, and he is the best part of that movie. Um, it, it's a it's a favorite of, of Krista. She's the one who like shot into the room to tell me what the movie was called. <laughs> um, because I couldn't remember what it was called, but it's one of her favorites. Um, but Eugene Levy, I think has just had one the the foresight and and the fortune to kind of remain in people's minds he also has those eyebrows and i i don't think you can discount the, the them fuzzy caterpillars <laughs> yeah uh, obviously probably one of the biggest people to come out of sctv though is martin short um what can be said about martin short um I mean, he well, I think he, only popped up a couple times in in the stuff that I watched. He did. I mean, when, when you talk about Martin Short, he literally hosted Saturday Night Live last week. Last week. <laughs> well, <laughs> technically, it was Steve Martin and Martin Short. Steve Martin, but Steve Martin and Martin Short are extremely close friends and confidants. Yeah, they're, and, they're a package deal now. I mean, do they have a Netflix special together? They tour together. They have a successful Hulu comedy with Selena Gomez together, which is really which is good. Very good, by the way. Um, but uh and 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 uh i guess we there are so many other people to talk about but i kind of want to focus on rick moranis um just because rick moranis is one of those people that was such 
a part of our childhood who mm-hmm. then actually kind of disappeared. <laughs> um, well, not- so he he made a conscious decision to retire when his wife passed. Like we, yes. we got we can't like we no, can't I, gloss over that. Like I, I don't I don't want to gloss over that because it's it, it was a very serious thing. And he made a choice for the sake of his family. And he's and and, and it, since it's been it's now been 20 something years since he did that. He's he's starting to come back a little bit. He's starting to do things here and there. And it makes me hope that we get a little. Moranaissance. Well, I've, I feel like we will, because, I mean, obviously we his first like like TV appearance in almost 10 years was on the Goldbergs. And then he's done a couple of little um, specials. In fact, one is an afternoon with SETV that still has yet to air, but he is returning as Wayne Zielinski in Shrunk, which will be a TV series or a film. I can't remember which. It's for Disney Plus. Um, yeah, on Disney Plus, that is supposed to be a continuation, next generation type situation about the Honey, I Shrunk the Film franchise. Um, I know that last I heard, there's been no news that's been heard about it, so I don't know what's going on with it. It's but I know it's 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 happening and that will be his like first proper on-screen acting appearance in i think 20 some 25 years i think his last on-screen appearance was honey we shrunk ourselves yeah uh and 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 miles you briefly mentioned this but it's something that that we the two of us talked that we would really love to see a sort of retrospective about this show made and when and we learned that there is uh, something that has been filmed but it's not been edited or put out called an afternoon with sctv and it was a a special directed by martin scorsese martin scorsese directed a reunion special of sctv and he, he he they filmed for about three hours in 2018 uh, and they did this for Netflix, um, but it uh, has not aired. And uh, as of 2021, uh, they they have said that it has not been shelved, but it's been delayed because Martin Scorsese is busy with other stuff. Which so, he is. Which I think he he's is. in the middle of the movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> and but, he's, he's, he's not exactly a spry fella. I just, you know, Martin Scorsese directing a sctv comedy special is kind of kind of weird i don't know i don't really think of him (laughs) mixing with that cruise as well but but like they they also did these weird like films like i so there is and i think hbo put it out there is a film called the last polka with eugene levy and john candy where they play the the schmangies for like an entire I don't know if I can do that one, <laughs> but I definitely want to see it because I mean, what, what, what made, so to bring it back to John Candy, what makes this so cool is to see him get to play all of these interesting characters because you get to see him play as uh, the, the affable detective. You get to play him, you get to see him play as a very violent leprechaun. Um, one sketch we haven't talked about, uh, the guest of honor at the Godfather's wedding, which I loved. He plays it Pavarotti was, in that. He's he's actually yeah. Pavarotti. 
And that whole gag worked so well for me. It was the first one I watched and it really set this tone because it was when the, when SCTV is on, it is so good. And even when it's not, you're like, no, this is a great concept. Like the Leave it the Beaver 25th anniversary special that they did. It's conceptually funny, but the execution is fine. I just don't know the original Leave it to Beaver well enough to have gotten that. I, I know it only from watching Nick at night, like when I couldn't sleep as a kid. But like, even still, like, it's just it's a, it feels like a half baked sketch, even though the, all the talent involved is phenomenal. But then you bring us, you know, stuff like the Battle of the PBS Stars, which was phenomenal. But I love the little like local style commercials they they would do. Like Harry Sex Shop was one that I really liked a lot. That one had a line in it that I wish I could repeat. That was so funny, and I just I can't. <laughs> but that um, the. Uh, <laughs> Some of them don't quite work as well. Like the, the portable, uh, the portable turntable one. Yeah, uh, it was okay. Yeah, that one's okay. But there were some that like I didn't think would be funny, and just the way they just play it straight, like the water spray from Pocket Pick, as I mean, essentially what now we now know as water picks, but at that at that time was one a new thing, but also they were just kind of lampooning the concept and for whatever reason it just it works so well partially <laughs> because john candy full-on just gets sprayed for like 30 seconds and it's funny it's stupid <laughs> but it's funny and i think that willingness to kind of give to the chaos is what makes sctv eh, eh, sctv work so well and memorable as well as what makes its stars like john candy stand out because John Candy, as we talked about, didn't look like a lot of the famous comedians of the 80s. You know, your Belushi's only came out around once in a while. And I think it's grossly inappropriate to compare him to Belushi because they did different things. They just happened to both be plus size guys. But what John Candy did was. Such an interesting study of comedy and. This series shows that he would just throw himself into it. And I think that even if the role doesn't always fit, it works because he believes in it. And at, as a result, as a viewer, I buy into it. And so that makes the laughs happen. Oh, Miles, it's just hearing us talk about this and, and talking about this and thinking about this, it just makes me wish we had more. And I know we have stuff that we have not talked about that we can go back and visit, but. Oh yeah. There's 135 episodes of, of this show, but I think I know what you're talking about where it's like, I wish I had more of these people together. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I mean, there, there, there have been many times talking about John Candy and his work this month that I've, I, I, I guess, I get caught up in, in not just nostalgia, but what he meant to me as a kid, as a comedian, and what he meant to I think people in general. It's easy to get choked up talking about him because I mean, there have been times where I'm like talking about like how how he lights up a room and like what a wonderful force he was because this is a group of people and again 
I don't know the story, the full story of Second City. I haven't I haven't done a lot of research into its background. I haven't read the biographies. And I, like I said, I would uh, love to see a phenomenal documentary about it. But as a viewer, what I see is a bunch of people who loved working together and loved creating together. And that environment was palpable in what we watched of SCTV. Agreed. I realized I was nodding my head in agreement, but no one at home can see that. Uh, so let's take it into the audio realm. Um, <laughs> Miles, I hate to say it, but I think this wraps a ribbon on Christmas candy. Yeah, I don't I don't love that we're we're ending it already, but I I also I think you're right. Uh, so that is where we are going to end things tonight. Next week, if you can believe it, next week will be the final episode of 2022. And what does the final episode mean? It's the Maury Awards, ladies and gentlemen, the Maury's. Oh, I can't wait to see what Maury Povich art I use for the episode title. Uh, next week but that is what we are going to do so so if you have a maury nominee that you want to send in send it on in and where can you do that well you can find us at the nerd.com where you can find this and every other episode you can tweet to us at the maury nerd you can go to facebook.com slash the maury nerd and of course you can email us your maury uh maury nominee or anything else you want at the more you nerd at gmail.com that's the more you nerd at gmail.com and now, Miles, here it and comes. And show as we always do, with a rousing nerd, nerd. out. out.